Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class, a short Bible study every single day, seven days a week, keeping us in God's Word, and that's crucial for our faith because faith comes by hearing the Word of God. So the more we're in God's Word, the stronger our faith should become and remain. We, we encourage you to help others grow in their faith by sharing these short studies with them every day through Facebook friends, text messages, and other technological means. You may help somebody grow in their faith. You may help somebody become stronger in their faith. You may help somebody ultimately get to heaven by sharing these studies. So make up your mind. Do that every day with everybody you can. Make that commitment. We're going to get back into our line of thought and study. We're asking the basic question, why am I a Christian? And that goes... Back to why am I a believer in Jesus Christ, a true believer? Because now a true believer is going to become a Christian. I can ask that question, both of these, from a personal perspective. Long, long ago, I became a true believer in Jesus Christ. I was baptized into him for the remission of my sins, and thereby I became a Christian. Now, why? Why did I do that? Why do so many people come to that particular point? And really, we want to look at this also from the perspective of those who have yet to do so. What is the advantage in becoming a Christian? What is the advantage in believing in Jesus? Why should I be a believer in Christ? Well, are there advantages? And certainly there are. We looked at the first one last time, and that is in Christ as a Christian, as a true believer, obedient, becoming a Christian, being baptized into him for the remission of my sins, Acts 2 and verse 38, so that the blood that he shed on the cross can cleanse me of the guilt of my sins, Acts 22 and verse 16, I have been forgiven of my sins. Are you carrying around a burden of guilt for your sins right now? A whole lot of people are. Now, a whole lot of people who are carrying that burden, they don't talk about it much. It's a burden that they're kind of trying to keep to themselves, but they know they have done wrong. They probably know in a lot of cases, a whole lot of cases, they're doing wrong. They're living in a way that they should not be living. They know they're sinful. They would like to be forgiven. Why are you carrying that burden? You can be forgiven. Again, Acts 22 and verse 16 why are you waiting? Arise and be baptized and wash away your sins, calling on the name of the Lord. Acts 2 and verse 38, repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. Now, do you see the connection there with really believing, really having faith in Jesus and becoming a Christian as you're baptized into him for the remission of your sins? Acts 22 and verse 16, again, in the act of being baptized into Christ, I'm calling on the name of the Lord. As I am baptized for the remission of my sins, I'm being baptized in the name of the Lord. Acts 2 and verse 38, why am I a believer in Jesus? Why am I a believer to the point that I have given my life to him to become a Christian? One reason, big basic reason, that a whole lot of people are wishing that they could have fulfilled 
but it's already been fulfilled in my life and in the lives of countless other true Christians. I have been forgiven of my sins. Another reason is that I have been justified. In Acts chapter 13 and verse 39, we read this. And by him, everyone who believes, now understand, we've already established that true belief in Jesus, true faith in Jesus is obedient faith. Not just calling him Lord, not just making a statement, I believe in Jesus, but I'm going to put that faith into action through obedience. I'm going to be baptized into him for the remission of my sins. We've already established that true faith in Jesus is obedient faith. So, and by him, everyone who believes is justified from all things from which you could not be justified by the law of Moses. Now, that was really speaking to Jewish people who had been living under the law of Moses, according to the Old Testament teachings, and they needed to understand that they needed to come to Christ, that he was actually the fulfillment of those Old Testament prophecies, the coming Savior sent from God, that through him they could be forgiven of their sins, they could be justified before God, but only through Christ, only by being a believer to the point of becoming a Christian. Wow. What, what an encouragement that they could be justified. How many people would like to be justified in their lives right now? Would you? You can stand justified before God as you come to him through Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior. In Romans chapter 3 and verse 24, being justified freely by his grace, through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. Do you see the key in these various blessings that we can have bestowed upon us by God that they're all in Christ? They're all through Christ. The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Romans 6 and verse 23. In Romans 5 and verse 1, therefore having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. And there it is again. He is the avenue for us to get to God. Through him, we have been justified by his grace through our Lord Jesus Christ. Another reason why I'm a Christian, why I am a true believer in Jesus, and why you need to become a true believer to the point of obeying his teachings and becoming a Christian. I'm a new creation. I've asked many times in teaching and preaching, would you like a do-over in life? Would you like to be able to start again? You know, a whole lot of people would, wouldn't they? And maybe you. Maybe you look back in your life and you say, you know, I've, I've messed up so badly. I, I've just made such bad mistakes, and maybe on an ongoing basis. Would you like a new, new start? Would you like a do-over? Would you like to be able to start fresh from a spiritual perspective? Begin again? My, my, how many people would not 
quickly say, yes, I would like to go back to such and such day in my life and not make that same mistake or a number of mistakes that followed that I made from that particular day on. You can have that new start. You can have that do-over in life, but in Christ again. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 17, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, how do we come into Christ? Romans 6 and verse 3, Galatians 3 and verse 27, baptized into Christ. 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 17, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Now think about some of those things that you wish you could undo, that you wish that you had the ability to make as having never happened. A fresh start. Well, those things have happened. You can't go back and make them not have happened, but you can get a fresh start in your life. You can know with confidence that God has forgiven you and that you have a clean slate before him now because as you became a true, obedient, faithful believer in Jesus, being baptized into him, Again, Romans 6 and verse 3, Galatians 3 and verse 27. The blood that he shed on the cross for you cleansed you of the guilt of your sins. All of your sins, however horrible they might have been and however numerous they might have been, they cleansed you of the guilt of those sins. Acts 2 and verse 38 and Acts 22 and verse 16. And so God gave you a new beginning. How many folks who are incarcerated in jails all across this land and around the world right now would like to be able to feel, would like to be able to have a clear conscience that they have been forgiven? You can have that new start. You can have that new beginning. You can have that do-over by being a true believer in Christ that leads you to become a Christian, a new creation, Paul said. I am a new creation, or all who, have, who, who are in Christ Jesus have been made new. The old has passed away. They've become new in Christ again. That's the key. In Ephesians chapter 2 and verses 12 and 13, the apostle Paul wrote this, that at that time you were without Christ, that is, before you became a Christian, being, alienate, uh, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. But now, and here's the key again, in Christ Jesus, you who once were far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. You've been brought near by the blood of Christ. That's why I'm a true believer, why I'm a believer to the point that I have become a Christian. I have been forgiven of my sins. I have been justified before God 
I am a new creation. I got that do-over. God granted me a fresh start through Jesus, through Jesus. We'll look a little bit further next time. Let's pray. Father, thank you for giving us so many advantages, so many blessings, because we have become true believers, Christians. Father, for those who have not yet taken that step and made that commitment, please help them to do so. Please motivate them, Father. And please bless them to be motivated through these studies and others. And all according to your will and to your glory. Please forgive us, gracious Father. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.